The Digital Gumbo Podcast contains language that some may find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. Well, now we're done with that shit. Let's start the show. For the victory lap, though. Whoa, whoa. They ain't never seen nothing like this before. Lit the room when I came through the front door. Ask me if I should suffer, come. What for? Train in the trees, please. What my sycamore? And welcome in. Thanks so much for joining us. You're listening to the Digital Gumbo Podcast. I'm your host, Nookie Bishop Jr. As always, joined by T. Petty and Adrice Elbow. T. Petty, how was your Memorial Day weekend? It was good. I got out of the got out of the DMV for a few days, spent some time with some childhood friends I haven't seen for whew, a year and a half. Your girl is fully vaccinated. So, you know, good times, good times. That's what's up. That's what's up. Glad glad here. You know, uh, real quiet, the weather uh, back here in the mid-Atlantic states was whack, like Friday, Saturday, and (laughs) Sunday for the weekend. So Monday, I just uh, did a couple things, chilled out, and uh, just was uh, uh, happy for the time off, the day off. So everything went good. I appreciate you asking. Of course. All right, my main man, my brother, Dries Elbow. How you doing, man? How was your Memorial Day? What's up, Nook? What's up, T. Petty? This your boy, Idris Elbow, with a little bit of ash on the elbow. And Nook and T. Petty, I'm I'm extra ashy because I've been getting into the pool. And you know, you get into the pool <laughs> and you step out and you oh, don't get a shower and like lotion up right after you, you get really ashy. But uh, my Memorial uh, Day weekend, it was it was cold. First of all, it was cold. I took the kids. To, to a pool, to an outdoor pool on that Monday. It was a little warm. It was like 70 degrees. It felt good in the sun, but our pool mm-hmm. was like cold. And um, I got my my um, six-year-old an inflatable pool, and we put it in the backyard, and I filled it up with water. But I had got on the internet, right, and I found this little thing. It's called a um, bucket warmer, where you like actually emerge this thing in a bucket of water, and it heat the water up. Right, you plug it into the wall and you heat it up. And I did that to his little kitty pool. I put the little floating heater in the kitty pool, plugged it up, and it warmed it up. So he was good to go. So that's like a hot shot for a, for a cup of coffee or tea, but you that's put it exactly in the pool. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly okay. what it is. Yep, just like that. It looks kind of like that too. Okay. Now, uh, T. Petty, where I'm from, electricity and water don't mix. <laughs> they don't mix where I'm from either, but apparently they got something a little different going on at uh now I, I did it, I did have to house. get this thing from China. It was a special order from China because <laughs> I don't think it's legal in the United States. And, <laughs> you, and you know my be careful. And you know my son, he loved to like run around. So I had I had to make sure he was nowhere near while I was doing this. Cause it uh-huh. it is basically electrical yeah, cord. Run into a kiddie pool, <laughs> it, 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 it can turn out bad. So you got you got to be careful with it. But I, but I was using I was using my ingenuity to heat up the pool. This okay. don't sound like a good idea. Well, be safe. Um, I well when I come out with my parenting book, it'll be a chapter <laughs> on safe parenting. Assuming assuming. Exactly, yes, exactly. All right, y'all, so uh, Dries is in the pool. T. Petty, you took a trip. I enjoyed my day off, but as you know, people are out here 
um, you know, sort of resuming their lives and, and the whole nine yards. And with that, like you said, T. Petty, these people have not learned any lessons, nor have their parents. And people is out here acting a goddamn fool. Uh, issue number one, item number one, a flight from Sacramento, California, that's the state capital, to San Diego. A woman flight attendant got punched in the face and lost two teeth. She was punched by a lady passenger. I, I don't know if she that. was high or drunk or both. Um, she, The uh, lady was immediately uh, apprehended once they landed and as a lifetime ban from Southwest Airlines. So that's not good enough. Hey, I know. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be the whole court case. That's a felony assault. But what the hell? I mean, they just now getting back to, you know, sort of normalcy. And here this lady goes off and punches a flight attendant in the face, causing her to lose two teeth. So I saw this story while I was going and watched the video. So she, the flight attendant, not that it would have made a difference, wasn't even talking to her bitch ass. She was in the aisle seat. The flight attendant was talking to someone who was either in the middle or the window seat. I don't, it wasn't unclear. Telling them to pour their mask up. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this bitch stands up, punches her dead in the mouth. Mm. For no damn reason. Knocked out two of her teeth. You could see the blood on the woman like coming out of mm. her mouth. A, one, a different passenger intervened, had her sit her dumb ass down. The flight attendant maintained her cool. Had it. I don't know how she did that. I don't get paid enough for nobody to punch me in my mouth. Period. I would have mm-hmm. whooped that bitch's ass from the back of the plane to the front and then back again. Mm-mm-mm. No, yeah, she got a lifetime ban from, but only from Southwest. Why was she not put on a no-fly list? Yeah, she needed to be on the no-fly list. That's uh, that's terrorism to me, point blank. Yes, and I read a story associated with. Well, in the story, it said that there have been twenty five hundred incidents of passengers getting violent with flight attendants since January first, and the majority of those altercations were about the mask mandate. Because the FAA still has a mask mandate. So once you step foot in an airport, mask on until you leave the airport at whatever your destination is. And Mm -hmm. people, they're not acting stupid. They are stupid. So it's just best for me to just stay at the crib. Mm, mm, mm. Did everybody have a mask on when, uh, if you flew, uh, did you see people with masks on in the airport and whatnot? I did fly and everybody had their mask on, but there were some dumbasses who still have not mastered the art of wearing the mask over their mouth and their nose. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to give a couple people to business. Oh boy. Um, but you know, for the most part, everybody was in formation. Okay. Okay. Drees, the FAA, Federal Aviation Administration, but we talking about F. W-A, flying while angry. Yeah, so this story, is, it's got a- <laughs> Is that it's got what we're talking about? That's F-W-A. Flying while flying angry. While, flying while stupid. Okay, sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so this story has several pieces to it. So first of all, right, it's a story about frontline workers who once again have to take the brunt of all this craziness coming from mm-hmm. people because they don't want to wear masks, mm-hmm. right? And you see it over and over again. That's one. Also heard with this story too, right? It's about alcohol as well. 
because the airlines they actually put a hold on serving alcohol because they felt <sighs> like that's fueling it as well unfortunately right? yeah unfortunately so for Oof. all the folks who know how to act with alcohol and like to have a drink so nook i know how you do when you get on the plane you like to have your little your little sip to kind of get you where you're going oh, so really? it's, it's, it's bad news for people who use it responsibly i mean you know that just negates most of the benefits of sitting in first class I, exactly it just it <laughs> robs you like, of that benefit right, right? so why i'm a Pay all that extra money, and I can't even get no liquor. So yep, exactly. Coach, you're right. Damn. Yep. Now, and, now, now and the, the airlines thing. that we fly, alcohol is banned. The one that I fly the most, and the one that you fly, Nookie. See, see that, that that's all the airlines. They are still serving it. It is because of the foolishness. I feel like you need to address the foolish people and leave the rest of us alone, so yep. we can fly in peace with our alcohol. But I tell you and this, I'll, this this I'll is one side I'll, of the story. I'll fly first class again. One side of the story I want to point out. Look, that's a workman's comp claim right there. Mm-hmm. Whatever. You better believe that. Because that's like, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to be hurt for like years off that one. You you Well, you punch me. I'm, I'm going to put hands on you. I'm going to put hands on you. But the other thing, I'm going to claim my workman's comp too at the same time. And part of that workman's comp, I'm pretty sure I get my own private jet. <laughs> So I don't have to fool with these people no more. <laughs> like once we hit 30,000 feet, these implants that they gave me, they just don't feel right. And I just don't have confidence <laughs> yeah. in talking, public speaking anymore. So y'all just need to just cut me my check and I'm, I'm just going to go on permanent uh, disability. So T-Petty, you mean to tell me these damn coupons I got for these free drinks ain't good for shit? They ain't good for shit. You better call them and ask them if you can extend the expiration date. I'm just going to write on it you, with like a Sharpie or some shit. <laughs> they are not serving, bruh. Mm-hmm. They're like, let us know if you need anything, as long as that anything ain't alcohol, because you ain't getting that. And mm-hmm. you can't even bring your own alcohol on a plane. So Ridiculous. you just ass out until you, and you can't drink too much, because if you are visibly inebriated, oh, you can't smell- get on a flight. Yeah, yep. you can't get on. On A&E when they what, just- they don't let you on the plane no more? And not if, you if you're visibly drunk, Absolutely not. Bloodshot eyes. Yeah, I'll, I'll put on shades. I have, I'll put on some dark shades. They will, and spray I mean, some cologne on this, to hide the smell. This is making us sound like alcoholics. Like we can't go, a, you know, a two three hour flight. I mean, I can, but I prefer to stroll my black ass onto a plane, sit down in my seat, and get my wood for reserve. So you know, one of the pleasures of flying for me has been taken away. Well, hopefully, you know, everybody get their act together soon and not like this <laughs> woman. Have you been introduced to this country? They won't have their <sighs> act together. Unbelievable. Um, Drees, this story came out, right? This is about the FAA also. They talking about the planes. They want to find out how fuel efficient a plane is, right? And with certain okay. airlines, your baggage is free. And um, some people is bringing on, you know, more than one bag, one allowable bag, you know, as carry on. Yeah, you have to pay extra though, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. These these sons of bitches is talking about, in addition to weighing your bag for checked in baggage, mm-hmm. that they're going to have scales for people at the damn airport so they know exactly how many pounds is getting on the airport <laughs> in relation to the fuel that they got. To see how fuel efficient the plane is. 
The floor is yours, sir. Listen, okay. One, the the, the main problem with this is how you gonna do that? Exactly. How are you gonna do that? So where are you yes. gonna have the way in at? Are you gonna have the way in at the right, at right the where very, the bag at, is at, at the, the counter? At the, at the counter yeah. before you get back there to the plane. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, that, yeah. that ain't gonna happen because you ain't winning. No, I nobody thought it was at the gate. I mean, either way is problematic. Yeah. I don't know it's, how it's, the hell they think they can do this. Yeah, you you can't pull that off. Now I can I listen. Okay, I've been on a plane before. You know, I, I ride some small airlines and I go to small little towns. So I've been on planes before where it was the propeller on the two sides. And we had about like, you know, eight to 10 people on the plane and they do move you around to balance the weight on the plane. Right. There's like, sir, you need to move from this side to that side and go up front a little bit. Right. To balance the the weight on the plane. So I've been on planes like that. So I get that of balancing the weight. But this is you want an exact weight. So, -hmm. you know, the total weight and how much fuel you consume in the flight. You can calculate the only way you can do that is if you ask people. To, to walk on a scale and it doesn't register anything publicly like a like a bathroom scale it's got to like add it in anonymously like it just adds numbers together and you can't ever trace it back to how much somebody weighed because that's probably a HIPAA violation they can kiss my ass with this shit now, why you got to find out how fuel efficient the plane is do we got enough gas to get to our destination, and that's it. What about a plane that only got five people on it? That's not fuel efficient. You gonna weigh those people too, T. Patty? Well, they no, that's a good point. That's a good point. No, there is a such thing as load balancing, though. So if you're ever on a flight on a smaller plane, like one of those little prop jets that's not full, they will balance people out on a plane to make sure that it's evenly balanced now that I, that, that I get but they talking about weighing people at the check-in well, with that's the a problem yeah, yeah. now i didn't but have you know a problem with that policy is- of if you spill over into the another seat you need to pay for that second seat i don't have a problem with that yeah. well but, but i no, do you know have a problem with publicly weighing people though that's you, you know what's gonna happen t patty with that is what? like look if i get up there and i'm paying $300 for my ticket and somebody else paying $300 for my ticket. I'm going to look at that person. And I'm going to like be sizing them up. I was like, look, we paying the same amount of money. We in the same size. Shouldn't I get a discount if I'm a little, little, little smaller? Uh, no, that's not how that works. Well, I'm saying <laughs> that's how people going to be thinking about it. No, it ain't. It's like you charging by the pound now. Um, You charging they, by the pound. So that's why I'm saying I don't, I don't see how that makes any sense. Charging when you clearly are going to spill over into this another seat. Okay. Cause I don't want nobody's flesh on me. Yeah. Cause that's taking up a, a space, a seat, right? A, a, a number there. That's yeah. Calculated. Like you are encroaching yeah, yeah. upon. But, but once seat. you, once you start calculating it down to like weight yeah, you and then how much fuel you using, then yeah. weight does become a, a factor. So that yeah. means, uh, 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 a flight with 20 people that weigh X amount of pounds, right? It costs X amount of dollars to do that. Now, the same 20 people is X plus 400 more pounds, same number of people, but more Why is you doing hard math? math. Yeah. I know, that's math. what I'm saying. It's like a parabola. <laughs> well, they're not, there's no way that they can do this. They will get sued immediately. 
Yeah, so we're going to see what's going to happen with that. And, um, and they would start discriminating against people. Because I mean, they, they already they do. I know. They are. They already do. They'll find another way to do it. It'll be an extra tax they'll put on there. Now, part of the reason people spill over in the other seats is because these goddamn seats is only 13 inches wide. So that's, that's their problems. For, so they can jam They make them smaller and smaller, yep. All mm-hmm. the time. That's an airline problem, not a people problem. Right. So that's <laughs> a, a whole nother problem. A whole nother Ever- the ever-largening size of the American ass, yet the airplanes has got the same damn size since 1977. That's no, they're smaller. Oh, they, that's right. They're it's smaller and, and it's more seats to try and cram larger asses into smaller seats and more seats. So, yeah, we're going to see how this works out. Oh, this, is, this is doing the fail. Doing the fail. T. Petty, me, you, and Drees is all basketball fans. Again, people then now uh, can go uh, almost at full capacity at most uh, arenas, yet mm. these people is acting like idiots in terms of their behavior towards players. Uh, Trey Young from the Atlanta Hawks spat at and his family subjected to uh, foul language and whatnot. Uh, a water bottle was thrown at Kyrie uh, Irving uh, from the Brooklyn Nets in Boston. Shocker. That person was arrested and charged with a felony. Uh, Also, some popcorn was thrown at Russell Westbrook from the Washington Wizards in a game in Philadelphia. And let me tell you, if I got to put together a list of players uh, that's on Wu-Tang status, if you know what I mean, in the NBA, uh, one of the last people on that list is Russell Westbrook. So um, evaluate uh, this uh, fan behavior. People just getting back in and we already got a a few fools spoiling it for everybody else. (sighs) so there's a definite racial component to all of this bullshit that's happening well in the nba now we have seen in other sports notably the nfl i believe when andrew luck retired like he got booed but really what it's about in addition to the racist bullshit that's happening um is that people think because they spent their funky ass money on a ticket that they own the players and that the players are don't have human characteristics is shut up and dribble magnified right like you're just here to entertain me i can treat you however i want to treat you and fuck you the N- the nba needs to come down harder on these people not only ban them from the arena ban them coming from an nba game period period mm-hmm. find them arrest them charge them to the fullest extent of the law spitting on somebody is a motherfucking assault period and if trey and his little wispy ass hair turned around and popped him in his fucking mouth that would have been exactly what he deserved they throwing water bottles at people when people start going up in the stands like malice at the palace then i guess they're gonna be satisfied a couple mm-hmm. of these fans need to just get their ass whooped and just be the end of it. Like you, would you do that to, with somebody on the street? No, because mm-hmm. you know that person on the street will beat your ass. So you think because you paid whatever you paid to sit in these courtside seats or wherever you're sitting that you can just do whatever you want to? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the 12th man to beat their ass. There it is. Use them six fouls. <laughs> <laughs> Drees, the late great Whitney Houston once at a concert asked a fan, let me see your ticket stub. And she said, it says seat. So sit your ass down. 
That's what these fans <laughs> need to do in terms of returning to the arena oh, and chill the hell out. A legend rest, in more ways than one. Yes. Rest in peace, Whitney Houston. <laughs> you know, so this is the thing about, like, as we're starting to open back up as a country, right? And folks are going back into social settings. You have to think about this. People have not been around large groups of people in, in a while, in a minute, right? And I think they almost, they was already out their mind. And then something about getting them together with another big group of people again, they lose their minds even more. You know, if you think about this, you playing basketball or, or any sport, right? It is not, you're not doing anything to antagonize a fan if you're on a, on a court or a field playing a sport, right? So that's all on that fan getting worked up enough to throw water bottles, popcorn, to spit on somebody. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Yeah, they need to be kicked out permanently and not allowed back in that venue to, you know, anymore. And T. Petty's right. It's about, um, you know, just how we think about athletes and their value and their worth. And we think because they entertain us that we have a right to them or, or to do something to them. And we don't. So it's, it's a much bigger issue, not only with the fans, but also with the sporting leagues. That's, yes. that's the next kind of conversation people are having. It's about the sporting leagues, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, NBA security got uh, a lot of uh, work to do. And dare I say that some NBA players will be going overseas for the Olympics in just two months, actually next month, July. So they got to tighten up the security, man, because um, yeah, these people is bound and have to do anything. Now, I say our Asian brothers and sisters go to events and they may have an incident here and there, but generally speaking, they're well-behaved fans. Um, you know, uh, they got to protect these players. They are the league. And without them, right. you know, these players in a minute will just walk the hell off and say, F it. And it won't be no game. Like, thanks for coming out, folks. See you next time. Well, the that's, why the N- that's why the NBA has to set a blanket policy. If you engage in any of this fuck shit at our arenas, you are banned from NBA proceedings, period. And we will be cooperating fully with law enforcement to get your ass locked up for a felony. Absolutely. That's what they need to do. T. Petty and, and Nook, you know what they need to do? Remember we did this story um, back a while ago where um, they they had like these um, uh, police officers, they might have been civilians, that walked around with these long, big sticks. And if you was outside past curfew, yeah, <laughs> they would catch you with them sticks a couple of times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you need right there. Beat them right on spot, right on yeah. spot. Drees, do you know who J.J. is? JJ, yeah, JJ. I not mean, what do you mean? two that come to mind immediately. Not not JJ from Good Times. I'm talking about Janoris Jenkins. Do you know who Janoris Jenkins is? No. Who Why is are you pronouncing it like, like Jenkins? That that <laughs> one of them Jenkins boys. It's a black surname, <laughs> and that's how I just go ahead and pronounce it. Janoris boys. The Jenkins boys. Janoris Jenkins is a cornerback for the Tennessee Titans. So. He's in the southern area there. He previ- he used to own a Rolls Royce. This is what this brother said happened. Uh-oh. He took the Rolls Royce to the Atlanta airport and parked it in the economy lot. He was out of town. Wait, about- wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you mean to tell me you're going to drive a Rolls Royce uh, uh, to the airport? 
Why did you just say Uber, dummy? Oh, Jack But Rabbit. why is you parking a Rolls Royce in the economy lot? Didn't I just tell you he's a dummy? It gets better. He was out of town for three or four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Came back into town and immediately reported that his Rolls Royce was gone and stolen. Of course it was gone. He gave it away. It wasn't stolen. He gave it away. That was a scam. A $250,000 automobile. Why didn't he just... Okay, let's say... He he left the key for his boy. Okay, okay. And it's like, we're going to report it stolen. Like, let's just say that... In Uber, even Uber Black is not good enough for you, or whatever the Lyft equivalent is of that. That's not good enough for you. They still have car service. A limo will come and yes. pick your dumb ass up, Janoris, and drop you off at the airport. It would have been cheaper than parking your rolls in the economy lot for three economy. weeks and then come wait, back wait, and wait, it's gone. No. T Petty, when you park in the economy lot, because I've had to park in the economy lot a lot of times. That means you got to catch a bus. Right. You got to catch a whole shuttle to the terminal. Your dumb ass couldn't have sprung to just get Uber Black to drop you off. Mm, mm, mm. He deserves everything he gets. What did you expect from somebody named Janoris any goddamn way? That sounds real suspicious to me. I mean, the headlines wrote itself. Janoris got got or Jenkins got jacked. That's how they they should have did that. He knew what he he was doing. And this is Atlanta. They go by twice and they see that shit in the lot. They circle around the third day and it's there. That shit is gone. It's, it's done. It's a wrap. It's pr- it was probably somebody that worked at the lot. One probably the after like, about to be able to come up. <laughs> this Rose is over there, man. It's on E7. E7. That's where that Rose is, man. Coming after dark. Tell exactly where it's at, too. T. Petty. Um... A Florida high school has issued refunds for their yearbooks after somebody at the school or the processing company altered the photos of 60 female young lady students um, to make them appear more modest. Um, I saw one of the pictures and it wasn't like inappropriate or nobody was even remotely scantily clad or anything like that. It's just like a normal sort of top and sweater that a, a young lady would wear, but they went ahead and like inserted like a black like um, cardboard thing over it. To- it was it was a V. It was like a V neck, yeah. right? Yeah. I yeah. saw it. So, oh. T. Patty, like, this is sexist like as fuck. Top. Yeah, sexist, this is sexist and as ridiculous fuck. as fuck. So I also saw that story, and not they did such a fucked up, terrible job. Not only did they put that stupid rectangle across her chest. But like they changed what her face looked like. It was just stupid. But I did read that um, this dumbass school, I mean, it's Florida. And y'all wonder why I refuse to go there. Um, Had like a little disclaimer that you are agreeing that um, your your, um, picture can be altered if it doesn't fit the standards or whatever this fuck ass school is. Like, I am so tired of the sexism and the patriarchy. It's always girls need to change how they dress. Like, it ain't like she had on some showing her fucking areola. She had on a simple tank top and she had a cardigan over or like a little jacket. And that wasn't good enough. So they had to put this stupid, Photoshop this stupid ass rectangle across it. Like, get the fuck out of here. So of course they're giving them refunds. 
But uh, stupid. Florida mm. at it again. Mm, mm, mm. Ridiculous. Therese, they altered the young lady's photos for these stupid disclaimer agreement, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Photoshop gone bad in these yearbooks. Yeah, you know, the, the crazy part about this story is um, they also reported that they had um, a male swim team and they <laughs> photographed them in Speedos. <laughs> and that was okay. Of course it ask. is. So these boys can be with their dick practically out, but a girl can't have on a, a V-neck like tank yep. top. And, and T-Petty, you can't say areola on the radio. Should we say shit <laughs> worse than that? that? Fuck, I want to. <laughs> Kiss my ass. How about that? Can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> Right, that's, that's that's horrible. They yeah, that that's just and I tell you, it was bad photoshopping too. It was it like was it was terrible. good. It was bad photoshopping. They completely alter her face. I think probably the parents probably really really objected to that. Like it wasn't that you put this dumb rectangle. It wasn't just that, but that she didn't even look like herself. And I'm sure that was representative of the other 59 girls whose pictures they photoshopped. Why they got these boys' dicks hanging out three pages over. Mm, Give me a break. mm, mm. Drees, we're going from high school to college. Penn State has issued some type of press release saying that they're not going to use pronouns, certain pronouns um, uh, like his and her. They're going to totally do away with those type of uh, gender pronouns. Also, they said they will no longer use the words freshman, sophomore, junior and senior in any of their publications, media, whatsoever. Penn State is classless, literally. What the fuck does that mean? All right, so, okay, I'm I'm with the pronoun thing, right? Because it, it is deeper than just like, we kind of focus in on pronouns, but it is just recognizing different gender expressions, right? And you just have to be aware of that these days. And I know um, people use um, preferred um, pronouns, he, him, um, you know, she, her, you know, a a lot of stuff like that, right? But I think it's just people becoming more conscious of there's different ways that gender kind of presents itself. And um, so I think that's a a good move, especially on a college campus, people are aware of that. And they're just kind of leading the way to how we think about that, right? And and how how we have greater gender equity. But now I don't quite understand the freshman, sophomore, junior, senior thing. It's probably steeped in some, some you know, racist, sexist kind of thing, like everything else in America is. So somebody got to explain that one to me. I don't, I don't quite get that. But I, I, I can get with the pronoun piece. Hmm. T. Petty, if you're a 12 year student at Penn State, I want you to call me a senior. I don't want to be identified in any publication as. 12 years still working on my undergrad. I mean, I don't really give a shit. As long as I get a degree, I don't care what you call me. But the freshman, obviously, man. So mm-hmm. patriarchal, as well as junior and senior, patriarchal, right? So, but the sophomore one, I, I, I don't know. I have to look that one up. But I get it. And really, what's the big fucking deal? If it makes somebody feel more uncomfortable more comfortable if it's more inclusive of more people then what's the big deal why are people up in arms i don't care okay like are you still gonna get a degree did they care about this as much as they care about jerry sandusky fucking them kids all those years 
Mm-hmm. Probably not. So priorities. Go ahead and say that, T Patty. That's a good point. Priorities. This the story. This the story you leading with. <laughs> right. That y'all worried about. <laughs> so I mean, you're going to get a degree at the end of the day. Who cares what they call you when you are? Well, now I guess upper class and lower class and whatever. Just get your degree and going about your business. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting point. Interesting point. And what's wrong uh, with calling first year student, second year student, third year student? That's what student, they're going to do. That's, that's, that's what you that's is. What do. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all it is. And some people like be five year student, six year student. Yeah. You know, it take you a while sometimes to get through that. So after that fifth year, I just just be like, just call me student. I'm good. I'm, I'm working. I'm, I mean, maybe you just stay a four year student until you graduate, unless you're in a program that has five years. Like some of the pro, some of the programs that have like um, built in co op rotations and stuff is it's meant to be a five year program. Anyway, the bottom line is, you get your damn degree and go about your business. I like the phrase "experienced matriculator." How about that? No, that's a robot. That sound nasty. That sound nasty. <laughs> sound nasty, but like okay, blah 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 blah. blah. Experienced <laughs> matriculator. It's something wrong with y'all. <laughs> T. Patty, we getting back to normal. Um, you know, and they saying now about seventy percent of Americans have at least got the first shot, and a good sixty percent are fully vaccinated. Free samples have returned to Costco. Whoop, sound the alarm. Whoop. Free samples in the post-Rona age, T. Petty. Uh, yeah. You know, I wasn't too keen on them samples before the Rona. I'm good. If something looks good to me, I will just buy it. I don't want that picked over. Mm-mm. Wait, wait, yes, wait a second. When you say when you say free samples now. Now I'm a, I'm I'm cool with the samples where somebody is there and they give it out. They got on the gloves. It's in the individual cups, and you can kind of give mm-hmm. it out. Now are you talking about the free samples where it's just sitting there in the tray and it's up to whoever. To, to no, get no, no. You know at Costco they always serve. They yeah. always you know. That's why I thought. Okay, that's what I thought. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm good, love. Mm-mm. Got the little Enjoy. hot plate going, and you know they put it in the cup. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm good. If it looks good to me, I'm like, oh, that looks good. I don't need to try it. I'm just gonna go down in this aisle okay. and take it home. Like, I, yeah. y'all know yeah. how I am. But Nuki, I, I, you sound excited. I'm surprised because you are a bigger germaphobe than I am. Let me tell you something. Look, as um, these years dwindle down, that I got left to work. Shit, I might be getting me a free lunch from Costco off these uh, samples in a minute. So I'm going <laughs> to so, let this thing ride out. They so got good stuff in there. <laughs> like, fuck that. I'm on a budget. <laughs> Look, I mean, some couscous. They might have some clam chowder during Lent. Summer, they might have like a little burger or a slider or, you know, some free Italian sausage. So, you know, your boy got to, I'm trying to get all the free lunches I can because I, I need to save my money. So just a Rona, a, a Rona coated lunch. I, right. Yeah, I'm going to see how it works out. You know, I mean, I'm not going to be the first person up in there. I mean, something <laughs> could go wrong, but I'm just saying that, you know, um, as uh, I move on, I, if they cooking and it's hot, I'm, I just might try to, like, mm, mm. and you come back around and, you know, go down three more aisles and come back and, you know, or you just like find somebody kid, but like, go get me one of them samples and boom, they're not going, you know, no, you ain't enrolling somebody else. That's right. That's right. This is survival of the fittest. America don't give a shit and hope that I might be able to get some type of discount if I could entice, you know, some Lord, senior citizen to drive some, uh, buy some packages for me. Like just, uh, just pay cash. Just pay cash. <laughs> 
So we'll see what goes on with that. Um, Drees, what do I got here? Um, now, when I read this story, I fully expected the name Adrees Elbow to be in this story, but I need y'all to fill me in uh -oh. on this. Uh oh. Okay, so they said that this, um, I think it's JPW or JSW. Anyway, it's one of the largest meat processors in America and in the world. In fact, they um, send meat from America to Australia. Okay, imagine that. Their computer systems. Wait, got, ew. Why are we shipping meat thousands of miles? That's disgusting. But I man, mean, they ship meat from China to here. So never mind. Continue on they, with the story. They, they freeze it up. You thaw it, season, uh, cook it. I don't even know if they got cows in Australia. I seen kangaroos. I seen dingoes. Wombats. <laughs> I seen, you know, them sugar gliders <laughs> with the big eyes. But have you ever seen an, a movie based in Australia or a National Geographic special where you've seen a cow in Australia? How mm -hmm. they going to get across the water? You know what I'm saying? Do they got Hell, planes? They no. gotta have they gotta have cows because didn't Outback come from Australia the restaurant? Shit, I don't know where <laughs> Man, they knew all kind of states. Mm. <laughs> you know, is that an American invention? Outback mm. is an American invention. Of course mm -hmm. it is. <laughs> mm. But um the the computer systems at this meat processor got hacked, and they talking about now that the beef prices is gonna go up because the supply chain was tied up for nine days. Um, with this hacking at this meat processing plant, beef. Look, look, I I told y'all this right when they did the when the hackers did the, the get did the gas right. They hacked the pipeline, messed up billions of dollars of gas flowing back and forth, and come to find out they paid them four million dollars. They ain't tell nobody that because they ain't want nobody to know. But I knew they was gonna pay them because four million dollars is cheap when you consider you locking up billions. The same thing with meat. It's ev everything is a distribution system and channel. And if you clog that up and you tie that up, guess what? They're gonna pay them. They're gonna pay, and they they probably already paid them to free it up. And we're gonna find out three six months later how much they paid. But hackers know it's money in this now. It's like mm -hmm. if we hack the pipeline mm -hmm. for the gas and we get paid, let's hack the meat um, pipeline and we get paid. Next thing is gonna be. Another pipeline here, another pipeline here. All these distribution channels, they're going to hack every one of them, and they're going to get paid. Mm, mm, mm. T. Petty, what they going to hack next? Who knows? Because they said that the meat the meat packer hacker was That's a probably from Russia. You said, you got, said meat packer. You, you got a hot 16 for that? Meat packer. Meat packer. The meat packer <laughs> hacker. Stacker. They said that they're probably from Russia. So mm. the... People have been talking about the weakness of these very important um, things to our infrastructure for years and proper precautions have not been put in place. That yep, plus cyber infrastructure. Yep. This is cyber warfare. Cyber infrastructure and regulations or lack thereof around safety protocols and security and all of that. All of this stuff they're probing, right? They probably have already, they were talking about stuff, attacks on like utility um, utility plants and stuff like that. What we're seeing now is just the tip of the iceberg. It's gonna happen more and more often because once again, America does not have their shit together and they're in a vulnerable position while Republicans are running around making bills about 
uh, trans students not playing in sports and suppressing votes, this country is vulnerable to all kind of bullshit because they don't want to do their fucking job per use or spend the money. Mm. So, I mean, people should be prepared for stuff to be disrupted. Utilities, food chain, um, gas and oil, the shit that we need to make this fuck-ass country run, all of it is vulnerable to attack. And, and T. Petty, the, the point that you make is a good one because it's when people think of cyber attacks, right, you you, you tend to, you know, mistakenly think it's, it's about, like, the cyber world, right. right? Are you stealing credit card information or something like that, right? But everything is connected through technology. Yep. So if you think about the last two major hacks, right, it was using technology, right, to disrupt stuff that you use every day, gas and yep. meat, right? <laughs> so, like, it, it has a real impact on on your access to stuff. It's like, we got to get it together because this is, this is bad. So do y'all remember several years ago, I was still in the Midwest when this happened, when the power grid went out. It was in the in summer, yeah. In New York. Like, oh, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah. And how that mm-hmm. shut down this That was country. the whole like, eastern seaboard. Yeah, yeah, people were panicking. People couldn't get, like, the trains wouldn't run. They couldn't get money out of the ATM. Credit card machines weren't working. I remember that distinctly. And that lasted for a couple, three days. And that was not a malicious kind of thing. I, it was some kind of failure. And again, an infrastructure So issue. they say. No, that was <laughs> an infrastructure issue. Like, I remember right. stories about that. But again, it's infrastructure. So that was physical infrastructure that failed. We're talking about cyber infrastructure that is not up to snuff. And this is going to become uh, more and more of the norm. So I hope y'all stocked up on your gas that's not stored in Ziploc bags and you got your little meat supply together. Yeah, don't don't um, start, start storing gas in the plastic bags or don't even try to store store extra meat <laughs> in your garage. Don't, like that's not going to turn out well. I mean, look, yeah. these, are, these are three things they better leave alone or I'm going to go ape shit crazy. You ready? Okay. One, my Diamante tequila. Okay, that's one. Y'all know how I feel about that. That's we one. We know yeah. how you feel. We know how you <laughs> okay. feel. Okay. Fiji water. Okay. Now, fucking bougie. I'm I'm telling you right now. Look, when the pandemic first started, your boy was going from consumer oh, value yeah. store to consumer value store. <laughs> you were hurting for that Fiji water. <laughs> and the last store I found the mother load, boy, you would have thought that uh, the apocalypse was about to happen. I had me two cases of water in the uh, cart, and I just rolled it right out, and I was good <laughs> for the first three, four weeks. I was like, now, Fiji ah. water is different. That, it is different. When you taste it, like, Ooh, so this is good water. This is good water. That's good. And three, uh, for everybody, Oreos. Like, if they hack Nabisco in them, it's going to be hell okay, up in the streets. Which Oreos, though? The, the original li- the light ones, skins or the light skin, skin ones? No, the don't. lemon ones, the double stuffs. The, the regular. The regular. The just OG. not. Yeah, yeah. That's going to, oh, I don't even want to, ooh, shudder the thought. Mm, mm, mm. So, um, ooh, the, yeah, they the better the bir- get these. Ooh, the birthday cake Oreos. Oh gosh! They come out with a new flavor every week. They are gonna have like uh, aloe vera, uh, damn Oreos next. They got week. red velvet ones. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't Candy trust corn. that shit. Mm-mm. No, I ain't trusting none of that. So they better get their act together and get this stuff uh, guarded up well. 
Um, I don't know if you got a fax in the order or what, but they need to maybe take it down a notch and not be so high tech. So we'll see what goes. We'll, we'll Too late now. The- Y'all better be preparing yourself. We're going to report on the next hack as soon as it happens. Um, T. Petty, you brought this story to my attention. Okay. So it was a hat store in Tennessee mm-hmm. and they were selling the anti-vax patches that people could put on the clothing hats or whatever, mysteriously that looked like the star David. And that went over about as well as you would think that somebody trying to sell a patch. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That looked like Repeat the star that. David. Okay. A so, patch uh, that looked like a star David for anti-vaxxers. Like and the right. people was actually trying to yes. buy this. Right. People so were buying it. People were buying it. So the story got out. And then um, it took a couple, three days. And then the store was like, sorry, we apologize. We didn't mean to see that, that old bullshit corporate, uh, you know, statement, blase, blase. Um, T. Petty, that went over about as well as you would have expected somebody that's trying to sell a star or a patch like the Star David. All right. So... Again, America is trash. None of this is surprising. The anti-Semitism that's on the rise is fucking disgusting. And it's probably just a situation of, it's more, well, it's a combination, right? It's, it's reported on more and more because of the conflict. Oh, I don't even want to call it a conflict. Um, the issue that's going on between Israel and Palestine a couple weeks ago, right? And so the anti-Semitism has ramped up since then. But the anti-Semitism has, was on the rise with all other forms of bigotry and racism and bullshit since Mango Mussolini was unleashed on all of us in 2015. So the shit that people feel comfortable saying and doing now is much, much worse than what it was. That is not to say that this did not exist before but they weren't comfortable doing it. Now they are. So this bitch who was responsible, I guess she owns this hat shop or whatever. I scrolled through her Instagram account and it was about as fucked up and ridiculous as always. So she was part of um, of Y'all Kata that showed up for the insurrection. She was here for that shit. Um, she's obviously an anti-vaxxer page full of all kind of bullshit that's not true. The bitch is just dumb. So she's dumb. She's anti-Semitic. She's racist. And she's a piece of shit. Um, so a lot of the companies that supply her hats, when it was brought to their attention, the views of this bitch, they have cut ties, right? And made statements or whatever. So this is just another incident in America where white people are like, what? I'm so shocked. I didn't know this was a thing. While the rest of us are like, where the fuck y'all been? We've been telling you all along. Mm. So I just want, um, like we saw the rise of violence against um, AAPI folks. We're seeing it now with, with Jewish people. Like I have friends who's, who are cautioning their parents, you know, don't wear your um, things that visibly show that you're Jewish. Don't go to synagogue. Like, don't engage in any of that because they're scared for them. Like, that is fucked up and crazy. And unfortunately, Black people can't relate. 
except we don't have a way to take off what makes us black, right? But they mm-hmm. have a way of, you know, not indicating outwardly that they are Jewish. Um, so I, I don't know. This country is trash. I really just want to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Drees, this uh, Star of David-like anti-vax patch that this uh, hat maker in Nashville was was uh, selling. Okay, I'm I'm just trying to wrap my head around this and how steeped in um, anti-Semitism it is. And okay, on the surface, right? I think she was trying to make a point, right? That because we're anti-vaxxers and we carry this message, we're being oppressed like Jewish people. So I'm going to take the Star of David and put it on us. So it's so folks could see like we're being oppressed and treated like Jewish people were treated and outcast, right? As a political statement. But the fact that you would take the star of David and use it in that way shows you had no respect for the history of Jewish people and what the star means and what it actually is. So it becomes like even doubly or triply racist. So it's it's just like. It's like the Olympics of racism. Like that was like, it was just it's fucked up they, on multiple levels. Yes, I was on so many levels. Uh, to 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 do something like that. But then you you take the story of 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 the persecution of Jews and you try to claim it for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you, like, it's, it's crazy. That's that's crazy. They want to be oppressed so fucking bad. They just want to be oppressed. Like, bitch. You're comparing the fact that you don't want to get vaccinated to what happened to, to Jewish people in Nazi Germany. Are you out of your goddamn mind? Now nah, somebody burn that shit to the ground. And you think people are gonna just let you it. get away with that? You think people are just gonna let that slide? Well, you think yeah, about it. That shit that she was saying is no. I mean, there are people in her party. That hard-faced bitch Marjorie Taylor Greene says that. I was same just about to shit. say that. Yeah, she says the same exact things. Yeah, equating oh, the man to the Holocaust. gonna get away with it. She did. Yeah, yeah. This and she is defiant. Basically, she like fuck y'all. How is she still in office? I don't get this. Because the fuck ass Republican leadership is not going to censor her. They're not going to expel her, and so she. And that uh, pedophile Matt Gates are slithering their way around the country on some kind of fucking uh, tour, spotting this bullshit, calling for armed, taking up arms against the government and all kinds of crazy shit. Because what happened on January 6th was not dealt with effectively, this shit is going to get worse and worse. But I believe we've gotten off track. So I'm going to shut up. Gotcha. Gotcha. It's all connected, T-Petty. It's all connected. White supremacy is the cause of it all. Mm. You point to any ill in society and white supremacy is at the root of all. It's the mm. root of all of it. Mm, mm, mm. Um, T. Petty, we're going to come back to you because I know you're going to have a, a few words to say on this one. Uh, Drees, Amy Cooper, the... Oh, let me mute myself. This bitch. Okay, mm. sorry. I'm muting myself. <laughs> the, woman, the woman who mm. called in a fake attack and assault on a black bird watcher in New York City is suing her former employer for wrongful termination 
Um, this after she served no jail time and called in a, a false police report, which is a crime, and only got counseling. She's now suing her former employer for wrongful termination. Please expand. Okay, I I ain't really got no words for this because like, um, you know, th this is like how she's gonna now abuse a system, right? After she did something wrong and attacked another person, right? She's gonna now take advantage of this system to file a complaint against her employer. And, uh, and I'm just, you know, I think she's probably going to get it. I think she will. I think she'll get some settlement, some payment, right? Because they, they're going to want it to go away, right? That's why they got rid of her in the first place. It's not because they felt like what she did was wrong. It just a lot of people found out about it. And it's like, we got to disassociate ourselves from, from this woman. So they let her go, right? And now she's coming back and she's going to sue. Guess what? They're going to pay her to go away again. So she's going to get paid. And so I, it's, 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 it's sad. It's sad. Mm, mm, mm. Raggedy bitch. T mm, mm, mm. Patty, the floor is yours. I told y'all about that monkey bitch when it happened. And that goddamn, what was it? Christian Cooper accepting her apology. And we don't need to ruin her life, man. Fuck that. That bitch was trash from the very beginning. The, when we heard about it, it was not her first time pulling that shit and it won't be her last. Nope. She's learned nothing. She is not sorry other than being a sorry piece of shit. And she gonna do it again. And she gonna try, and, still try to play the victim. She's still playing the of victim. Of course. Always want to be oppressed. Want to be a victim so fucking bad. When the shit that happens to you, you bring on yourself. So fuck her. She's going to slither her way off into the sunset, probably with some kind of settlement from her old employer, get a job somewhere else, and then continue her reign of racial terror that she was doing at her old job. He said it, it connect back to January 6th. If you don't, if you don't address the problem, White it just circle right back around. Is White, the cause right of back it around. All. Had somebody monkey stomped her years mm. ago, we might not be in this boat. Raggedy. Not now, this is what I think is going to happen. She's not going to see a red cent from any of this, right? Because of the dog charges, she choked the damn dog. And everybody loved pets and animals or, you know, know somebody that loved pets and animals. So, Peter, you, know, you might actually be right on that. Like Peter, that, that might be the, that's that's sad that that's the only angle we can take. It's like, yes, she probably won't get it because people are gonna feel bad because she mistreated the dog. Peter, mm. with all the animal lovers and the Audubon Society, of which the gentleman also was his name, also Mr. Cooper. Yes, his name yes. is Christian Cooper. Yes, yep. Christian yep. Cooper. Mm -hmm. the Audubon Society gonna go right to the Franklin Templeton headquarters in New York. And circle it like the walls of Jericho till it fall down. <laughs> Body from Franklin Templeton gonna say we're gonna give the equivalent of one year's uh, salary from this woman, one uh, year's equivalent to the Audubon Society, and one year to like the rescue shelter there, wherever she got that dog from. And they gonna like give out free dog food or something and say that they totally against her and not play the race angle or whatever on the wrongful termination. So like she choked a damn dog. And then boom, 
There it is. So I don't expect her to get nothing. Um, desperate people do desperate things. So um, it's going to take a little time, but y'all, we're going we're gonna to play this out and we'll continue to monitor that and see what happened and uh, and see what comes out. But no, she ain't going to get no money and it's going to work out to the good for the bird people and the dog people and the cat people too. How about that? Um, T. Petty, Bill Cosby denied parole. They said that um, he refused to participate in sex offender classes, which might have been um, helpful to him in getting out. Um, assess this. So speaking of somebody else who hasn't learned a goddamn thing, he doesn't think that he's done anything wrong. So he's going to die in prison because he refuses to cop to the fact that he is a rapist and was a serial rapist across multiple decades of his raggedy ass life. So he's going to die in prison because Bill Cosby is in his 80s, I believe, mm -hmm. and he wasn't in great health when they sent his decrepit ass to prison. So he can die in there and that's fine with me. Mm. Um, and it's best that he's not out on the streets to try to harass and uh, attack even more women than the ones that we know about. So he can die in prison and that's fine because that's what's going to happen. Hmm. Drees, so there's only, you know, when you're in a trial, you only get the verdict right 50% of the time, right? So I'm going to cast that aside for a moment, right? But here's the deal. He's an actor. So even if you was not guilty, but you really wanted to get out of jail, wouldn't you go and act and participate in the damn classes just to say, hey, I participated in them. You ain't got nothing else to do. You might as well go ahead and participate in the classes. And if you're really innocent, try and get back on the outside and see if you can do some good in the community. Nook, I think you're right when it comes to the acting thing, but it's just, I'm going to flip it. I think he's acting now. He's pretending like he didn't commit that crime. That's that's the act. Like he's acting like he's he was acting all these years of like I'm an outstanding citizen and this was done to me and these women are just making up all this stuff on me. That's his acting right there. Him not going to going to the to the to the classes uh, and, and admitting what he did wrong. That's his acting right there that he's putting out there for everybody. He's he's pretending to be this person. And I think T. Petty is right on this. As long as he continues that way, like he's been convicted of that crime. And, um, you know, there's a preponderance of evidence that, that says he, he did it. And so until he kind of admits that to himself and folks see that, you know, he's changed, then he's not going to get out of there. Mm, mm, mm. He don't need to. He's a fucking menace to society. Mm, and he mm, needs to mm. pay for those four decades he was raping people and getting away with it. Mm. Dries, they have lifted the child restrictions in China. So at first you could only have one child, right? Then they lifted it and changed it that you could have two children. Um, now they're saying that the population, uh, a billion four, in um, China is aging, just like in the United States, we said that births are at a six year low, especially post pandemic. So now they're saying Chinese couples can have up to three babies, man. So what you think about that? Yeah, I, I think they, they had to pull this one back, right? Because like, you think about this too. 
as China is um, modernizing and kind of um, there's more and more people that are, are starting to have better health, starting to live longer, right? Like you're going to get these older populations, right? And you, you got to have like kids to keep your population young because at some point it starts to affect your economy and everything else, right? And um, I think China like realized that, right? Like for, for a while, it was like, you can only have like one kid or, or whatever, two kids, just to kind of keep the population from not just exploding and kind of outgrowing the infrastructure of the country and, and creating issues. But you, it can happen the opposite way too, right? Where it's like, if you're not, if you, if you miss having enough young people, then that slows down your economy and affects your country in, in lots of different ways too. So I think that was the reversal for it. That's at least my theory on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, T. Patty, they pulling out all the stops worldwide. Certain countries in Europe, you get a seven-day vacation, all you can eat, um, you know, all accommodations paid for. They're trying to get people to conceive these babies up at these resorts and whatnot. The world is getting older, and they seeing that their populations is going down, especially post-pandemic. Well... If conditions were such that people felt like they could take care of children and have a decent lifestyle while doing so, maybe they would want to fucking have babies. But it's stressful as hell. Why would I want to bring a kid into this fuck-ass world? I wouldn't do it either. I don't care what kind of incentives you give me. I mean, y'all know me. I wouldn't do it anyway. I advise against it. Zero out of ten. Very ghetto experience. Do not recommend. However... Like, what, why would I want to bring a kid into the world at this juncture in the middle of a panorama, which is still not over? Um, Economies are not doing great. Governments are becoming more oppressive. Like, why? Why would I? Not to mention climate change. Mm -mm, No, thank you. And it's expensive as fuck. No. About three hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars, zero to eighteen, for a little boy, and about four hundred grand is the cost to raise a little girl uh, from zero to eighteen here in the United States. That's that's that's, low. that's two fifths of a billion dollars, by the way. Excuse me, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's yeah, four hundred thousand. That's two fifths of a billion dollars. Yeah, or of a million dollars. Excuse me. So four hundred dollars. You know how much stuff you can buy. Well, you should you should tell us you got two kids under the age. I know. 12. Listen, listen. Let me let me let me, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. Let, let me tell you this. I what I messed up one day and I calculated. That's like the amount I paid for my two kids when it was in childcare over about a five year period. I said like, I could buy my dream car outright with cash, no what's, problem. What's your dream car? Oh Lord. So so T Patty, my, my dream car is um it is a Chevy Super Sport. And it is at 1965. That is my dream car. You could have been done had that car. Ben done had it several you, times. You could have had two of them. Two of them. For just <laughs> childcare. That would they need calculating the food and other stuff. Let the record show. Who was the one that told you and your wife not to have no babies? Yeah, that was that was T. Wasn't it me? Yeah, that was T. Patty. We should have listened. We ain't know like we know now. <laughs> but you had two. I, oh, 
I know. I know. So y'all blame that it was, second it was, one on was, us and bourbon. Yeah, it was it was a bourbon trail. <laughs> that was a bourbon trail got us on that one. <laughs> Had a good time though. <laughs> yeah, you did. Mm-mm-mm. All right, Drees, I'm gonna throw it back your way. So we gotta talk about um these racist Spanish stamps. So I sent you this story, right? And I'll post a picture up um, by the time this uh, episode hits the airwaves. But here's the deal. Cerritos, I think, is the name of the company, which is the equivalent of the United States, United States Postal Service in Spain. They issued a set of what they call equality stamps. Four different colors of stamps. One looks like it really don't even, it's supposed to be skin tones, but I don't know anybody who's any of these skin tones that's on these damn stamps. The stamp called stamp C looks like a cup of coffee with milk in it. That stamp is worth 1.6 euros, okay? So that's stamp C. Stamp A2, which looks like cinnamon, that's called A2. That stamp is worth 0.8 euros. I don't know how much that is in cents, but it's half as much as the Cafe Olay stamp. They have another stamp called Stamp B, which is the color of a guest bedroom as is, is, is best as I could estimate it. That stamp is a little bit lighter than the cinnamon stamp. That's worth 1.5 euros. And this other stamp, Stamp A, which just looks like black ink, is worth 0.7 euros, right? Wait, 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 wait. Okay, no, this sounds horrible. It can't. It, this just sounds like it. This can't be. This. So, is, so they put out skin tone stamps. What's supposed to be skin tone? I don't know. Nobody tone, didn't look at any yeah. of these stamps. Well, what's supposed to be skin tone <laughs> stamps with different prices on them? This, this damn A stamp looked like a pair of eyes is about to pop out from this closet from Scooby-Doo. Why what's, aren't they what's, all what's the same? What's the rationale? Yeah, why is it the same price? Wait, so what country is this? is this again? Where is this? This is Spain. So are we going to oh, get on Spain, Spain in a minute? Spain is racist as fuck. Exactly, exactly. Okay, so they said their theory was is that not everybody used the 1.6 euro or the 1.5 euro or the 0.8 euro stamp and that people would use more of the A stamp, the one that's um, black ink. It literally is like, like if you looked up like- No, they said the cheaper we make them, the more people will buy them. They said- (laughs) The more exposure it'll get. They said that people will use the black stamp more and the black stamp will have visibility. They gave them a chance to- They gave them a chance to retract it, pull the stamp back, and they said, no, they doubled down. They said, no, we stand by it. These is our skin tone equality stamps, and we want people to see what it's worth. But how the, is the skin tone equality stamp in there all different prices? And the exactly. darker the stamp, the cheaper it is. Exactly. Yeah. The Cafe Olay <laughs> stamp is worth twice as more than the black stamp. See Drees. what happened when you don't have black people involved in mm. shit. Yeah, that, that's what that was. That was a that was some committee's like, that's a great idea. This this is a genius. <laughs> White I, supremacy is the cause of it all. How many times I gotta say? Uh, Lord, I, I, mm, I, can you imagine like being part of that meeting? And you know, it has some black people there or people of color there working, working there. And you know, they were saying like, "This some bull right here," and they probably <laughs> even told them that, but they ain't listen. 
That's just what else is new? Mm. Is anybody surprised? Are are you surprised by this? If this is Iceland or some type of European country or something like that, I maybe could kind of get it. But I'm I I'm hear me out. But I'm this listening. is but this is Spain. They should know better. Your boy only watches a few dinks and dunks of, of uh, soccer now and then. And Spanish soccer fans routinely on the regular shout and sing racist chants exactly. to players of African descent and throw bananas on the field toward black players. So they, why are we surprised? I'm not surprised about Spain on this one at all. They totally got it wrong. And no, but that's... They look the the bandages that come in the band aid. When band aid did the flesh color, it's all kind of colors in there. You could pretty much match you up one, even if you was like a peach uh, unicorn or one of them, <laughs> and find you a shade that you could find that might match up. Your boy has done it on many a time. I'm a grown ass man. Like I get a band aid, I get a band aid for my boo boo, and it almost blend right all up did in there. Except for like for your boo boo, for my boo boo. Yeah, if you get scraped or something that. like that, you gotta put a little neosporin <laughs> on there. And get you a, um, you gotta get. I ain't afraid to wear no care bear or no flesh tone <laughs> band aid, you know what I'm saying? But Spain did just totally fucked up, they they done messed up. But when told that they fucked up, what did they say? Oh, they, well, they doubled down on it. Down. They say, no. down. I'm like, no, fuck them. We know this is right, this is gonna end <laughs> racism in the country because everybody's gonna be buying black stamps, mm-hmm. everybody gonna love black. Mm-hmm. T Petty, let's move. I hear uh, we're gonna post up the picture and let y'all decide. I'm curious as to <laughs> y'all's comments on that digital gumbo. I mean, podcast. you don't need a picture. The lightest stamp is the most expensive stamp, and the darkest one is the cheapest. Like, they, it's obvious. They would have did better if they would have had like coffee or something. I would understand that because they got the what's the what's the they should have just all been the same fucking price. Like, you went to the the trouble of designing all these different stamps Making and the then deliberately price. made them a different price. That's mm-hmm. some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And it can't be justified. Fail, Spain, fail. T. Petty, uh, let's move to a happy story. North Carolina, a lady was coming in one night to buy a lotto ticket, okay? But you know that when um, there's a cutoff point um, that you can buy a ticket for that night's drawing. Oh, no, they- I didn't know that. You know your girl don't, don't play the lottery. Maybe you should, you know, you beginners lucking and bam, you know, <laughs> we're doing this uh, podcast from the uh, the wait, you, wait, wait, you know, it's a fact that like highly educated people don't play the lottery. That is true. That well, is true. <laughs> I played a lottery. I, well, I am a genius. Are you telling us you not? Uh, I played a lottery. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, so T. Petty, generally speaking, about an hour before that night's drawing, the sales are cut off because it cuts across mul- multiple states and um, sometimes the Virgin Islands, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So the okay. lady, pu- so the lady put in her bet slip, and the ticket came back out, and the clerk was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am." You've missed the drawing for tonight. This one will be for next week. And she was sort of bummed out about it. She bought the ticket, no problem. Okay. The day came for the drawing. Five out of her six numbers came out, and she had the multiplier, straight $2 million winner, 
missed by a minute, just a couple of seconds. I thought you said uh, this was a happy story. She won $2 million <laughs> because she, she got there at the right time, even though she thought it was the wrong time. So, oh, so oh, just a few seconds, she was right, able to make it. She made it right, right under the wire. Right. No, no, she missed the wire, so the ticket yeah. kicked over for the next drawing, and she had oh, five minutes to go. I oh, got it. So she got dollars. the drawing for the next week. Oh, correct, what nice. Correct. Yeah, so That's good. Timing. I hope she's not a racist. No, no, no. I don't. You I, say, I, look, I mean, you, you know, said I, North Carolina, right? No, no, no. I look. I evaluate the story, and you know, I'm a good judger about 95, <laughs> 95 to ninety-seven percent uh, percentile in judging people. She didn't uh, look to uh, to be, um, you know, racist. And in fact, she was melanated, and I was super happy for her. So yeah, just a oh. couple of seconds was the difference between well, go ahead, sis. losing that night or winning the next week, and she won the next week. Look so at her, and I hope nice. she. Spends that money wisely. Absolutely, absolutely. Drees, man, man, I can't remember the last time we played lotto tickets together, bro. It's been a minute. I, I know it's been a minute, but when you know this, this panorama had us. You know, <laughs> once we get, and you know, yeah, T. Patty, me, me and Nook like buy, buying the lottery tickets out the machines. <laughs> they got vending machines. You don't play the lotto, so you don't, you don't know nothing about it. But they got. I didn't know machines. that y'all was doing that. They got yeah. Y'all we do it in the corner store, and then we'll do it in the vending machines. So. That's, not, that's not good, y'all. I mean, if the jackpot is more millions than what I got, I can give you $3 <laughs> for that. So, you know, you know, we, we do a little something, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, I'm happy for it. It was like a matter of seconds, so that's what's up. Um, T. Petty, we're going to kick it back your way. <laughs> this man... So invisible our air for eighteen thousand dollars. Man, listen, we talked about this in our group chat, right? <laughs> okay, tell the story, and then I'm gonna give y'all my perspective. Okay, so I didn't, I couldn't even really get through this, but essentially, was it a man that it was like an art gallery selling, right, like an auction, and he said it was, he said it was a vacuum. It literally was what? nothing. Let, like wait, let me, let me, I'm, I'm going to take this one. Um, um, no. okay. So there was this Italian artist, right? He's, he actually auctioned off an invisible piece of art, an invisible piece of art. And it sold for $18,000, an invisible piece of art. But why are people calling him a comment? Because he is. He's so hair. He's not. No, 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 no. He told them exactly what they were getting. They were like, ooh, invisible art. I'm going to pay $18,000 for it. He's a fucking genius. I'm going to start selling invisible ass and see what I can get for that. <laughs> like, this is going to be the best ass you've ever had. Trust me. I know you can't see it. <laughs> no, but you know, the, the coldest thing about him, and this is what put him in the kind artist's kind of category for me what because wait 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 no he didn't lie but okay so what's the so problem? he told the people what it was it's right. like look this is an invisible piece of art mm-hmm. right and i and i i get that if people want to buy it they want to buy it but right. then he 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 upped to the level when somebody challenged him on this like dude that's nothing what did he it say? ain't nothing there he's like it's not nothing it's a vacuum <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then he went further and he broke it down He's like, he's like, 
And according to the Heisenberg principle, <laughs> just a scientific principle, yes. even in a vacuum, there exists <laughs> particles. <laughs> so in yes. actuality, this so is he, really <laughs> something. And I was, was like, that, that's what makes you a comment. When you go that extra step like that, and you take people on a ride, okay. it's one thing but to say they was getting nothing they were getting and pay for nothing. nothing. But when you think, that when you say nothing. Mm. Mm. So no. how is that his fault that they done? Mm. T. Petty, before I pass it back over to you, I told y'all what I'm going to do. I'm going to sell y'all some real vacuums, but I'm going to sell my shits for $100,000. You, you will get a real vacuum, and it's going to be drawn on in the whole night. You can put it in the Guggenheim, whatever kind of damn ghetto-ass art gallery. I'll give y'all my cash app name and everything, and in about four to six weeks, you get a nice Nookie Bishop Jr. digital gumbo vacuum that you hundred thousand dollar vacuum, <laughs> and you're gonna get something. It's gonna be something tangible that you could touch. Just let me tell you that, um, T. Petty. But T. Petty, I think you own something right there. Like if you get an OnlyFans site, <laughs> right? Be like y'all can't see this ass, but it's the best one. I bet you I get somebody to pay for it. Yeah, you get a subscription. Yeah, ten dollars a month, a million $10 followers a month for uh, for some invisible ass. <laughs> this this is what's commonly known in the hood as a trick. And if you're not if, if you're not familiar with black vernacular, let me tell you something. When you hear a black person say, I got a trick for you, or more importantly, when they say I got a trick for your ass, we're not talking about magic. We're not talking about magic. That means you better run and keep your head on the swivel because something is about to happen. Remember that I got a trick for your ass. So, oh my God, he's so air. I mean, eighteen thousand dollars. I can I see if he put it in a plexiglass like box or something like that. You could take the box home, and that is art. You could hang a little one of the little notes on it, saying the artist, and you know, yeah, you the, could say, um, "Look inside this box." It's yeah. like, you know, what do you see? It could like, be reflective. Was... Yeah, a vacuum. See, he ain't a scammer. I'm a I, you know, Italian man. Nine thousand dollars. I'll put a damn dirt devil in a plexiglass box, <laughs> steal it, and send it to you. And you could be like, it, it's gonna be like called Le Sucre, blah 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 blah. The ghetto. That's what it's gonna be called. Wait, the what artist, are you Italian? Why are you speaking right? Look, like, what is happening? <laughs> cappuccino uh, for Italian. Starbucks then messed up the game. So. <laughs> <laughs> T. Petty, give me one final thought, one shout out, or one prediction. Oh, shit. Um, damn. You want okay. me to pass it to I Dries? It. Okay. Pass it to Dries. Let me think about it. Okay. Dries right. Elbow okay. surprised me. Okay. All right. <laughs> That's I got, hard I... to do. I got I, I got a prediction. Wait, you, you say you can do a prediction, a shout out, or what? Or a final thought. A final thought. Okay. All right. So that I'm gonna go with the prediction again because I like predicting stuff. Um, All right. So you 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 know the um, melanated sister who won the lottery, that um, two point what two million dollars? Yeah. Yeah. I think she, I think she's gonna run out and invest in meat because there's a meat shortage. I think she's gonna use that money to buy meat. That's my prediction. Really, sir. <laughs> it is. Really. Okay. 
Chief Petty, you've had a little time to think now about your final thought, prediction, or your shout out. All right. So my um, shout out is, and I think I did, maybe I did this last week too. Well, my shout out is to us. We survived this whole parabola. None of us got sick at all. Our families are all in good health. Everybody is vaxxed and waxed. Well, maybe y'all aren't, but vaccinated. Either we're in some stage of vaccination. Most of us are fully vaccinated. And now we can start seeing each other again in person. So I'm excited about that. That's what's up. That's we halfway through this fucking shout out to us. But it's some it's some shit that's looking up. So shout out to us. Okay. It's been a right. long how long has it been since we saw each other in person? Last March. 14, 15 months. Yeah, yeah it's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's, it's gonna be a whole another damn season in a minute. So, <laughs> look, we, we need to recreate. We need to recreate our last time we saw each other in person. Yeah. Once we were able to see each other. I just can't remember where we ate. The Shake Shack. Shake Shack? Or was yeah. it the pizza place? I think it was the Shake Shack. That was the last last. Oh, it was a Shake Shack. And then we had a, a picture of Nookie Rita's. That's right. That's right. So listen, yep. that That's was right. last year, winter, spring, summer, fall, winter, spring. And in three weeks, it'll be damn summer again. Damn. You sound like the deal. Two occasions. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> My, What's your I, final thought? I have a shout out. I have a oh. shout out to our listeners. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank Thanks, you. Joe. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. There are literally 600,000 podcasts in America. And this week, because of you, that's right, because of you, we broke into the top 55 for the improv podcast with Apple Podcasts, oh, which is universally accepted as the number one podcasting service. And for the first time, we have landed on the homepage all time right now for improv podcasts on Apple. So if you have an Apple, if you have the iPhone, yeah. If you have the iPhone or an iPad, you go to your podcast app. Then you go into- Look at this shit. Then you go to browse. Mm-hmm. And then you I'm go to, it. um, it'll say, um, uh, it'll have top podcasts. You scroll down a little bit and have categories. Go to comedy mm-hmm. and oh. then go to improv mm-hmm. and then scroll all the way down to the bottom. And if you go to about the 55th spot, you will see our podcast uh, cover. The oh, Digital shit. Gumbo. I see it. There it is. Oh, see, I, 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 I'm going to look at it when I pay my, um, my phone bill. <laughs> That's worth paying my phone bill so I can see that, T-Petty. You know what? You're right. Go ahead and pay your phone bill. Why don't you just go ahead and pay the balance down to zero? Don't make a payment arrangement. I know. I like payment arrangements, though. (laughs) (laughs) If I I can keep my money for a little bit longer, but I guess I'll go ahead and pay it so I can can see us on the home Go ahead and pay it. Absolutely. Go ahead and pay it. But uh, seriously, we want to thank you for listening to the podcast, downloading a lot of you are subscribing. We your road dogs. Download the episode and just take us on the road with you all summer long. You can catch up on past uh, episodes. Thank you for rating. If you haven't already, go in and give us five stars. 
especially on Apple. And we want you to go ahead and write a review. Say, T. Petty is great. Drees is great. The podcast is great. Nook is adorable. Anything, you know what I'm saying? You can even put like, you know, you suck. I mean, that's not what I want to read, but at least you took time out to review us. And we definitely appreciate that. So download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Uh, we are available on, did y'all know we was available on all this? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, and something called Deezer. Now, well, when I Deezer. found her, exactly, that sounds like Deezer. I, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. I was like, we on Deezer? But there's a legitimate podcast platform called Deezer. And um, I thought the same exact thing, but that's where we are. And we're available anywhere you get your podcast. So again, download, subscribe, rate, and review today. Download, subscribe, rate, and review today. We're on Instagram, IGTV. So from our last episode, if you don't know about the pits, the tits, and the kit, then you need to go to our IGTV yes. and figure out exactly what it is. Because a lot of y'all was downloading that specific or watch that specific video is on our IGTV page. We're also on Twitter as well. And um, um, the pits, the tits, and the kit is also on our YouTube page. So Very important. Um, the yeah, T-Zone. Exactly. Exactly. Drees, hold on. I got something, man. We got unfinished business. Somebody sent me an email and said that I did not say hit it maestro for the last after party, after party number nine. So I'm clearing it out for you. Hit it, maestro. After the party, it's the after party. There you go. Now we are official for uh, the after party number nine, and we'll be uh, having uh, sometime real soon after party number 10. So we appreciate you riding with us for the main podcast. We appreciate you guys riding with us as well for the after party. So um, that's all I got for this one. Again, be safe. Um, continue to stay masked up, whatever your rules are there, and just protect yourself and be smart. A lot more people will be coming out, and um, we want to make sure that y'all are here for the long haul, just in general for yourself and for your family as well. And just continue to uh, be safe, even as everything is opening back up. Y'all That's good? Right. That's right. I'm good. Y'all good. I'm hungry. All right, all right, Drace, I need you to pay that bill, man. Because if I send you a screenshot of something, how are you going to see it if your phone is out, your service is out? I'll put it on layaway. Okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> on, on that note, we will catch y'all next week. We out. Peace. Bye, Peace. y'all.